0: So happy New Year, Mister Huxtable. How are happy, you? Happy New Year. It seems really weird saying that because what's, what's today's date? We're recording this on the seventeenth of January, so you know all oh, my God. New Year's resolutions have gone out the window already.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I've got I've got lots of uh, lots of time to keep saying Happy New Year. If I met you in June, I'd say Happy New Year because <laughs> I had not seen you. So it's true. still
0: valid. It's this valid. Is tr- this is true. Yeah, happy New Happy New Year to all our hundreds of thousands of listeners all over the globe Um, (laughs) if you're uh, listening to this
1: in december 2023 happy new year because (laughs) we haven't spoken to you um i'm sure you've had a successful year and all is good talking of successful years now this was this is a good segue this works really well talking of successful years methinks this episode we should take some time to consider what might be going on for successful organizations when it comes to great customer experience in 2023. What do you reckon? Well,
0: like a plan? yeah, I, I think that's almost as if you rehearse that. Um, it, it's is, almost as if, it, it, we yeah. don't rehearse. No, we don't rehearse. No, <laughs> you can tell. tell. Um, no i think that's great because i've got a couple i want to talk about and um it's, it's interesting isn't it i think 2022 for many many reasons you know i'm sure like you many businesses have had very successful 2022s but hasn't really been a great year has it you know we've had the cost of living crisis we've got the war in ukraine uh we, we you know lot, lots of really sort of downbeat um predictions about the economy um, and if you're running a business or you're you know you're working in a business, you know there's not been an awful lot during 2022 to be particularly chipper about. So New Year, let's think about the possibilities. You know us, we always talk about the silver lining on the cloud, um, and I'm sure there'll be challenges in, in 23. But you know, I think um, let's should we, should we talk about some of the the maybe some of the themes we see coming through um, for 2023.
1: Yes, let's, let. yes, let's, he says, as he was trying to fix his video. If you're listening to this podcast, my, vi- my video is playing up to crack. I look like Max Headroom. <laughs> From those of you who are old enough to remember Max Headroom, uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, moving
0: on. Watching your head move
1: like that. No, no, it's good, isn't it? It's the quickest yeah. I've ever moved. Um, <laughs> I might have to go and just turn the, turn the video off completely. But, of course, if you're listening on uh, a podcast, it makes no difference whatsoever. So I shall c- crack on um yeah i think um, something that is big and comes up every year isn't it it's artificial intelligence dun, dun, dun. taking the, over the world the cyborgs are going to take over arnie will arrive fast no not what they called uh, i can't remember what the company was called anyway he'll arrive take over the world and we'll all be uh, slaves to the computers um <laughs> you never know it might happen but From a customer experience point of view, it's something that comes around every year. Every year, there's a slight improvement in those algorithms and all the techie stuff that I have absolutely no idea about. But what I do know is that it is every year does have a little bit of an impact. If we think back now, what's going on with um, our uh, websites, chatbots, all of those little things that lots of companies have now got, You know, they are using them. And actually, if they're done, you know, used in the right way, they can make a big, big difference. They can answer those questions that you want a quick answer to. Now, there is still issues with that. The fact that it may not be able to do everything you want it to. So there are limitations to it. But we do have to think that going forward into 2023, these these uh, this artificial intelligence is starting to work a lot more in the background and we don't even know it. And it is doing the do, and one of the things that I saw the other day was that a lot of them are starting to be able to write invitations, actual documents, and we've mentioned this previously, particularly from the legal sector point of view, you know actually writing your will go online and you know type in "I'd like a will," and computer will write you up one you know on a based on on your basic criteria now it is happening, and it is possible it is getting better so Any organisation does need to keep an eye on this because the key thing that we're finding at the moment is that lots of organisations are using them for the basic processes. It helps for efficiency. It avoids those little bit of human mistakes that can come in. Key thing to remember, however, and I think it's probably a theme that we'll be talking about in this podcast as a a general thing, is that the human being is still critical. The human being, It sounds wrong. We, us, humanity... is still required because there were certain things where that empathy and all those great things still needs to come from a human. But the AI stuff, unlike my video, uh, can work really well for you in terms of those basic processes, the sending out the automating pieces. Are you using it to your your best ability and, and enabling your humans to actually do the bits that they're really, really required to do? So that's one of the tips there for 2023. Keep an eye on the AI. And look at your processes. Are there ways that you can automate, you can use the AI that's out there to actually free up the humans to be able to do the really, really important bit and make the real difference, you know, some really, really tangible,
0: empathetic differences to your customers. It's it's a great great lead off, uh, Rich, isn't it? Because one of the frustrations I think we saw during 2022 was brands using technology, uh, through through the internet to interact with customers, particularly in a communication sense, and I think for for many customers, particularly dare I say it, and, and not exclusively because I know some some older consumers are, are very tech savvy, but for some older people that aren't used to using, or even younger people that aren't used to using, uh, the level of tech that's that's um, uh, being suggested now by some brands is hard work, and you know. I talked about this a lot last year about the fact that, you know, businesses have chosen not to have a telephone number to pick up the phone mm. and ring somebody when there's an issue. I know you like that. I know you like that. Well, it just, it just, I think, you know, if we live in this omnichannel world where some kind of AI lurks in the background and when it's done well, don't, you, don't get me wrong, it's brilliant mm. and it sums lots of time. But I think when it's not, when the journey for the client or the customer hasn't been properly tested, and more importantly every different personal type of client uh has been put through the paces of using the the tech it can cause real problems and I, i'll give you a, i'll give you a living example um some very friends of ours bought us a venture to uh go along to uh the, the, the very well healed a restaurant train called the ivy um and there's one uh, not house. anymore mate not anymore no it's, it's very well yeah well i'll come on to that before. that's another story yeah go on yeah what, what was really interesting was we had this voucher and, and my wife and i had COVID and we couldn't go and anyway the voucher expired and i rang up and i said look the voucher expired we couldn't go um and that was interesting because they wouldn't honor the voucher even though they'd have the money but that's another point they gave us a they gave us half the value back so we booked um uh but but getting them to getting in contact with the other was a real was a real nightmare. So you go to the contact <laughs> us bit of the page, it gives yeah. you an email address to email, no response. Um I sent two emails, no response. I then Googled the, the telephone number which popped up on some um some some live chat uh which wasn't anything to do with the IV, rang them and then they put me two to their um through to their uh gift voucher team. Um, I then had to email the gift voucher team with the voucher and they were supposed to accredit it to the booking when we rocked up on the day that hadn't been done. Oh, it was just a nightmare. So, you know, the, the ability to pick up the phone and say, I've got this voucher, can you honor it? It was quite simple. Then we're gonna put the on it, off your bill. Great. From a client perspective, I was or a customer perspective, I probably it probably took me two hours of ringing around trying to get that sorted. Yeah. Um, had there been a, a, a simple query customer experience number which i could ring up and say look can you somebody sort this for me in a, in a premium restaurant like that it's it, it really surprised me and, and you know look the ivy's not the only brand that, yeah. uh, that yeah. does that you know there are there are a number of banks insurance companies i think the brands that will win this year yeah uh, are the ones that give you options so if yeah. you want to interact through ai you want to interact through a chat box brilliant but if there is also an option uh to, to pick up the phone and of course we know brands don't want to do that because they know they've got to put a
1: human at the other end yeah that's really interesting it? because the human does make the difference it is that connection we've spoken about emotion and the connectivity with human beings and how that drives our memory of a great experience and they will be more loyal to a brand it is a false economy avoiding having somebody on the phone you don't need to have somebody on the phone all the time, but you need a process that enables somebody to phone a number. And if they have to leave a message, someone will get back to them. And if they have to leave a message, there is a voicemail on it. And it isn't just a, oh, no, yeah, this is a really message. So, yeah, I think you're right, 2023. I think you, yeah, there's businesses who will get people on, fo- on the end of phones to answer your query. They win. May- yeah, they will win. And I've got this other great idea. Okay. You get this stuff called paper. Right. and you bind it all together into what's called a book and then we could write all the phone numbers for the businesses in this thing called a book and then people could have that I'd phone book that's what it could be called look out you for one of those in 2023 you heard bullock. it here bullock. you heard it here boys and girls ladies and gentlemen uh What's yeah, what so... what your prediction of 23 then mr knight <sighs> I can't remember. What else did we say? Oh, well, I I tell you what my other prediction is. Regulations are coming in. Regulations. Yay! We all like a bit of regulation and compliance. And I tell you what, whether you like them or loathe them, they mean stuff gets done, particularly when you put a consequence to those regulations if they are not put in place. And that is a really interesting thing that's coming in for our financial sector sector. Uh, organizations uh, by okay, July, okay. something called, and this is really interesting. And this is just a heads up for for financial organizations who are underneath the uh, Financial Conduct uh, Authority. Um, so they're regulated by that by that organization. Have to have talking about regulation for consumer duty. Now, that sounds all very odd. What's and that what then? Does it, what does it mean? Well, it means these financial firms have to do everything right from a financial point of view and they are you know you have to have 25 million exams and they're all very well certified and all those sort of things but this is about doing the right thing for the customer (laughs) so making sure people get the right financial advice making sure they get the right products making sure they're listened to making sure they have great conversations making sure their feedback is collected and is actually dealt with and something if it if it's brilliant feedback great they listen to it and they keep doing the great stuff if it's not so good changing certain things it's also about um, looking at the client or the customer journey within each organization to make sure that there are great touch points along that. and we talk about customer journey mapping all the time don't we but a lot of organizations don't bother with it but the regulations that are coming in from the fca are going to be a biggie in 2023. July is the first cutoff point. There is another one later on next year, but there's lots of intricacies there. However, financial people out there, as you're listening, make sure that you've got your consumer duty regulations planning in place. And if you haven't, guess what? We're here. We'd love to have a chat with you, and we can help you
0: think about that and get stuff in place.
1: But yeah, Regulations are people keeping their eye, the on can be
0: Keep an eye on that Keep an eye on that this year. Um another one for me, another prediction for me this year is um I, I'm sure listeners, viewers out there, um you have seen uh, all the stuff in the press and the papers, particularly with Christmas and into the new year, about a certain delivery company. <laughs> every um, every time, every time. Um, uh, and uh the, the problems that uh businesses that use that particular business and others actually, it's not just every that, that have been struggling, um, have had with, you know, poor delivery, you know, of product, stuff left out in the rain, dumped at front doors, stolen, not arriving, etc. And it's starting to create a, a, a narrative, certainly. Um, and, and this is a risk to online retailers for sure uh, and only channel retailers. You know, that for years now, there has been this uh this, this natural move to online uh retail uh, and online purchase of both, not just retail products but but of all things that you can purchase you know but be it legal uh be it be it legal advice, accountancy advice whatever that might be but but particularly when you're having something delivered you know the these delivery companies have made a fortune um over the years uh, in embracing uh, online retail, um, and I think we are beginning to see the consequence of the cost base that is associated with that um, delivery infrastructure, and the pressure that's been put to find cost savings. Uh, mm-hmm. In and, and that's causing, you know, that's causing impact. If I'm being blunt, um, on the the service experience that consumers are, are, are receiving. What's even more challenging is then when you want to make a complaint. You know, when something goes wrong and you're trying to work out why it's gone wrong, you know, is it the fact fault in? is it? Whose fault is it? You know, is it the fact that I was in, or you know, I didn't put a place to leave it? Is it down to the courier? Is it down to the original retailer? Where, you know, where is the problem? And my prediction with 23 is I think we're going to start to see a bit of a rebalance, um where um I, you know I've heard friends and, and family, um, and I've seen some stuff in the press which suggests, you know. Um if this continues and it's difficult to get stuff delivered to, to your home. And let's be honest, you know, it's a great it's a great experience. And it's sitting there on your phone ordering it, Bob done it, arrives, mm. lovely chubbly. Um but I think we're gonna start to see a bit of a rebalance back towards those bricks and mortar stores where people will have less uh trust in those deliveries coming, um, and moving back to, you know, actually physically getting out into a shop and having a look to buy something. I think the element of um the element of still choosing a product or service online will still happen. So people will still do their research, but rather than being delivered, you know, rock up to a shop to pick it up. So I mm. think to collectively collect- more prevalent. Um, it's really interesting, actually. An- another personal story from um, from earlier in the month, actually. Um, it-, it was my birthday in early January. Um, and as always, my wife loves the fact that my-, my birthday's in early January because she gets to buy stuff in the sale. Uh, so it's a bit cheaper um <laughs> and this year i wasn't really bothered i, I asked for some money towards an, we needed an a new TV for for front room and i'd seen one i liked um and but i, d- I hadn't done any more I hadn't done any research online but i happened to be in a, a local department store in exeter the one that's never knowingly over- undersold um, yes. and i was spawning around i was in there looking for believe it or not a jumper and i saw tv i thought it was very nice and a young man walked over to me struck up a conversation young salesman um did a brilliant brilliant job talking to me about why i was looking at the tvs you know had i seen the latest deals i was looking at a particular brand he took me to a brand that was slightly more expensive and and he sold me the tv i walked out of there with a brand new tv that i didn't necessarily go in there for so what that taught me me was you know you know bricks and mortar is not dead you know the ability yeah. for people to sell you stuff in a shop is not dead, um, and I think we'll, we, you know we'll start to see that rebalance in twenty three. I think you you know um, which which I think will be good news for the health of our high street. um, but also the continued change and evolution of how we buy products yeah. and services and, and brands that understand that and they measure the journey and they you know they 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 sort out the delivery issues, they have great people in their stores to be able to sell. Again, they'll be successful. That's my other prediction. I think we're we, you know, telephone having a telephone number to ring somebody, and and a bit of a move back to, um, some maybe some more traditional ways of of, of purchasing.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that that finally goes into twenty twenty three. I know that, and I'm not predicting this. I know this is going to happen. The most successful businesses in twenty twenty three are the ones who have a plan for customers' success not just their business numbers, but the customer success. So what is the behavior that will drive great customer experience? Are they checking up on satisfaction scores, on um, NPS scores, et cetera, et cetera. Have they planned for that? What does it look like? They got a plan in there. If they are doing that and believing that they deliver a great experience and that they've got great processes they and they train up great people, they will be successful. And also, stop believing everything that's written in the chuffing media and let's crack on and make it a brilliant 2023 so that we all as customers can have brilliant experiences without it being knocked to the ground by fear and scaremongering organisations such as the media who love it when we're all oh it's all terrible it is challenging and it will always be challenging and 2023 will not be different any different it will be challenging but
0: you you, you make a have great that mindset but you, you make a great point you know everybody said going into christmas we were going to be in a recession and yet when the financial results came out we actually grew the economy slightly it was very small but point yeah. one um now that was all they were oh, always yeah, down to the world cup and, and it may well That's have different. been but the reality was if you listened to 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 some of the media comment and, you know, I'm sure there were ones that were slightly more positive, but in general, you're absolutely right. You know, some of that content was very negative. And I think we can often talk ourselves into, um, you know, suggesting that, you know, people, and don't be wrong, there are many, many people struggling in the current cost of living crisis. I'm not diminishing that at all, but we mustn't assume everyone is. And I think there is a place, uh, you know, in those conversations with, with your customers, with your clients, not to assume that everything is still about price. We still know that even yeah. when times are tough, yeah. good client experience, people are willing to pay 15% more for that. End of Doesn't
1: matter when. Yeah, absolutely. They're just the lesson. They're in just the lesson. Well, oh, I, I feel drained now, Mr Huxley or drained with our, with our psychic abilities for 2023. What will happen? We'll revisit it in December and see and see uh, see what happened in 2023. But hopefully, those are a few ideas, things for people to look out for in 2023. Um, we shall be back next month in the marvellous month of February. Um, and we'll be warbling again from the West Country. But for now, unless the Huxtable uh, has got to say anything else,
0: Only goodbye and have a great month. Marvellous. Goodbye.